your ear. Is it a bug? Where? No. Is that a leaf? What is that? I don't know. That's a bug. Should I keep in the podcast? Or should I start over? I'm letting my guest decide. What? <laughs> Do I... Because what, what just happened is in the podcast. Oh, I see. Um... You know, keep them guessing. Leave it. <laughs> okay, okay. Welcome back to Sincerely, Arya. This is episode four, and today I'm with a very special guest. Hi. What is your name, mystery guest? Do you want to disclose your name, or do you want to keep it a secret? I'll keep it a secret for right now, but I'm pretty sure people will know. Will people know? I guess I won't know. Do it a different day? No, I think we'll be fine. Okay, okay this episode we're going to be going over the darkness and fitness and diet culture and mystery guests i feel like you have good wisdom on today's topic well thank you yes thank you thank you hostess dictator aria you have such kind words to say towards me um well maybe not that but um okay all right how do you want to start this off because i feel like it's like a it's hard to know where to start with all this. Um, well, I can start with my background and then just start with when things got a little bit um, interesting, I guess. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I'm a pretty active person. I've grown up with doing a lot of swimming and running. Those are my two sports, and I've always enjoyed them, always been very competitive. Um, and then COVID happened, and well... Well, every, a lot of people just ended up staying inside a lot, but I was actually out doing a lot because my swim team did dry land. So three days a week, I would go and do dry land with all my swim team buddies, and then I would go on runs with different friends. And I was doing long runs, like really, not really long runs, not compared to, I guess, now. <laughs> um, but I was doing, you know, eight to ten miles just, you know, just for fun, you know, because... That's what you do. You run long distances for fun when you have nothing else to do. Anyways, so that would be my sophomore year of high school. And I had a teacher, Mr. Nico. He was my science teacher. And we ended up doing this activity. And it was to explain calories and energy. So we counted our calories for a week. And so he had some apps that he suggested. So I downloaded one of the apps and... I used it just to see how much I was eating during the day. But then I realized you could change the settings. You could, you know, try to have, you know, eat less and, like, put yourself at a caloric deficit for your age and weight and gender. But I had to put in that I was 18 because these apps weren't, they didn't allow you to put in a younger age. You had to be an adult. So I guess I didn't put in my actual age, which, I mean, that's the first sign that it wasn't a good thing for me to do, that it wasn't supposed, it wasn't meant for people that were minors. I don't think it's necessarily a good thing either for some adults. Anyways, so I saw that, you know, it let you track, you know, how much sugar you were eating, how your macros, so how much protein, how much, how many carbs, how much fat, like that type of stuff. You could balance that out, you know, decide. You got to, it was a lot of control. And during that time, having control was very nice because COVID kind of took away control of a lot of things and I found it comforting to have something to control and back then like I had this goal I wanted abs like I feel like that's a very common thing I've heard other people say that like those abs like you know you just want that 
that, you know, the washboard abs. And it's something that's really difficult for girls to get, especially. It's difficult for anyone to get, like, unless you're just super skinny, but I'm just going to say those abs don't count, calling out Nico right now. (laughs) Um, Anyways, but yeah, I think my rule for abs, all jokes, all jokes, but, but my rule is bench your body weight and then the abs count. Anyways, that's just for you, Nico. <laughs> Nico's getting attacked out here. Nico, you and you and this guest got mad beef. What's going on? Anyways, where was I? Oh, okay, so abs. Abs were my goal, and weighing 100 pounds was my goal, which I had not weighed 100 pounds probably since 8th grade, maybe? So it had been a couple years, and... um. Uh, when you swimmers aren't known for being like the most lean looking people because like well you don't want to be super muscular as a swimmer because you know it's dense and you sink so you want a little bit of body fat when you're a swimmer and not as much muscle you know because it's a cardio sport but anyways so I was you know I was fit looking but I wasn't super tiny either and that was something that I wanted all of a sudden especially I was getting into distance running and when you look at all the distance runners they're all super tiny so that year so the end of sophomore year going into the summer I was swimming a ton um I was running a ton and I wasn't eating a ton and then I started getting into the gym a little bit because my brother goes to the gym that summer because I was also working at a gym teaching swim lessons and so I had access to it it was free so why not um that's when I started lifting and that's when I realized I started doing a lot of research I really got into it so for nutrition for gaining muscle and getting lean so I was you know working with my macros you know taking down my fat intake really trying to elevate my protein intake I was obsessed with protein one gram per pound of body weight and also trying to get to 100 pounds so doing all that stuff and eating about 1200 calories which a toddler should not even eat 12 they need more than 1200 calories so it was not healthy um I really tried. I never actually did get to the 100 pounds. I would get to like 101, 102, and I, you know, it was, it was really frustrating for me back then, and I was really tired, and I was really cold, but that's just what I, you know, I thought, like, this is, this is how you get there, like, you know, it was a goal, and then that year, getting into that first, getting into junior year, the start of it in August, I realized I don't want to swim anymore because I don't know I was just so tired and I needed something new because I'd been swimming a lot and swim lessons I spent my summer in the pool and I was just tired of it and my brother suggested that I should join CrossFit and I wow I just remember my first day in CrossFit it was so impressive you just see these people just super buff people you know picking up heavy things moving really fast there's this one lady and she was my height, which I'm really petite. So she's like maybe five foot and she was benching, but she was benching plates, like plates are 45s. Like she was like benching 45s for reps and like adding more weight. And I, I was just so impressed, just so blown away. And I was like, I want to be like her. And then I, I realized I was going to need to eat more if I wanted to gain muscle, but I also was worried about keeping the fat off so I've still eaten at a eating at a caloric deficit but I upped it up by maybe 300 calories about 300 to 700 calories more than what I was eating before but I was going to CrossFit a lot because I really wanted to get good at it like that was my goal because when I first came in like 
I remember doing dumbbell snatches and I couldn't even do a 25 pound dumbbell and I felt so weak because I was looking around and everyone could do so much and I just I just felt bad and so I was because it was the year that we were on our hybrid schedule I was going to the gym twice a day when I didn't have school so in the morning I'd go for a couple hours go home do homework then in the afternoon I'd go I'd stay until six or seven from from three until six or seven just you know doing the class twice a day because that's how CrossFit works. It was a class. And then I would then do my own stuff. I'd be working on things that I wanted to work on, you know, muscle ups, um, lifting, just whatever I wanted to do. And then, so that's just kind of how my schedule went. And then they had a monthly challenge. Every month they would do a challenge. And the running one was October, I think. So I started running a lot again with some people at the gym. Um, there was this one guy in particular, he was older than me, he was about 37, 36, 37, and, you know, I really felt like he was a mentor, just, you know, it was nice, because I didn't really know that many people, and he was really friendly, and so we'd go on runs after the class, and I would go on runs that were four to eight miles long with him, so now I was doing CrossFit a lot, and running a ton, and still not eating enough and but I you know I started to gain muscle and I was happy about that still was tired all the time but because I wasn't going to school all the time I wasn't really feeling the tiredness that much and the weather was still warm so I wasn't complaining about being too cold so I spent months doing that and it was nice you know I had a community especially because I couldn't go to school you know so I was making friends with all these adults and I felt, I don't know, I felt respected because everyone was so impressed with me and, you know, everyone, I was, you know, I was the up and coming kind of, like, I was, I felt important and it was nice and I felt like that it was nice to have respect from adults and everyone had these expectations for me and I had these expectations for me, for myself and I, you know, I was, I was really happy with it, especially when, you know, there were there wasn't much to do with school because we were only going to school twice a week um so yeah and I had the one guy and I felt like he was my mentor but that's one thing I guess this isn't necessarily the dark side of fitness but this is the dark side of well people um it was I was 16 and I had this guy who was 36 or 37 years old who wanted to hang out with me all the time at the gym didn't like it when I talked to other people. I, I remember one day I didn't want to go for a run with him after the class because I was talking to this other guy and he got all upset about it and got all flustered and came, when he came back he wouldn't talk to me and you know made a comment just like brushed by and was like oh you're I see you're being a social butterfly today and then just wouldn't talk to me and that was the first moment when I thought something was a little bit off and then I don't know I started to realize like creepy stuff would it was just it was interesting with him and I was starting to feel weird about it how close he always was and like how he was always watching and then one day it just kind of clicked that I wasn't this wasn't a good situation and I felt kind of isolated from other people like I was obviously still talking to everyone else because I love talking to everyone there but I felt like he didn't necessarily want me to talk to other people and then I just stopped talking to him and I talked to some other adults there. I talked to one of the coaches about it. And yeah, and then it wasn't a problem. So yeah, just be careful out there. If you're young, be careful. 
especially when you're in a group with adults, because some adult situations happen that I feel like no one should have to deal with at a young age when you're in that type of environment. You grow up way too fast. Not way too fast, just too fast. I feel like my junior year, I kind of, I lost some of my childhood because I remember, you know, friends just knew like, oh, don't, like they stopped asking me to hang out kind of because I was always at the gym. You know, they'd ask me like, you want to hang out after school? No, I'm not going to be at the gym. What about, you know, later that night? No, I'm still at the gym. I would go to the gym and then go to their get together or birthday party afterwards. And I'd just be exhausted because I was at the gym all the time. And yeah, on Saturdays, I couldn't miss Saturdays because those were partner workouts and those were fun. So I wasn't doing stuff on Saturdays with people either. And I'd spend hours there because it was a Saturday and I could and everyone, you know, it's their weekend. So the adults are all socializing and staying late. So I would stay late too. And that continued for a while. And I, that was, okay, we can skip forward to about was it February or March when the Open happened, which the Open's this big CrossFit competition, like there are levels and you get to the CrossFit games eventually, but that's like for the really elite people. And I remember that was a really big deal at the gym. Everyone's very competitive, you know, because everyone's scores, their times, their weights were always written up on the board next to your name. And so everyone was very competitive. You know, you'd look for other people's names that were close to you. Like I was trying to beat certain people, seeing if I, you know, if I could beat a coach or like they'd look at my time and, you know, be like, wow, you did so good. Anyway, so it's a really competitive environment. And I like that because I'm a competitive person. And so the Open just gave me a chance to kind of, I guess, perform because it was my first competition. And um, there were two other girls at the gym that were my age. They were in the same age category as me. So those were like the people that I was competing with a little bit more in a way because um, they were the same age as me. Like I was competing, competing with the adults too, obviously, but they weren't in my category, so they didn't matter as much. And well... I don't know, I, I don't want to brag about it, but I did really good for, like, my first year. Like, I had been doing CrossFit for six months, and I was in the top 100 in the world after... No, I was in the top 100 in the world until, I think, the last workout, because there was this really heavy lifting complex, and I'm, I, was a, I was still really small because I wasn't eating enough, and so I was trying to stay small, and that lifting complex, I think, took me... So I wasn't in the top 100 anymore, Top I think. 100, like, overall, or in your In the age, age category. Uh-huh. I think it took me to maybe like 110 so like then I wasn't I went from like 70 70th to like 110 so like maybe or maybe I was in the top 100 I can't remember anyway so like that was a really big deal like everyone was looking at my scores like everyone was like I could hear people talking about me because they were talking about the people that were doing good you know they'd ask me about it and all this stuff and during this time I was starting to struggle with eating a little bit more like I was having that's when I started to get into it had been a couple of months of me and then going into the CrossFit open I was getting into a really bad restricting and binging cycle so I would restrict all week be really good and then Saturday after the gym I would binge and like you feel terrible because you're bloated you overate and like and then I would do that for the weekend and I'd get back on Monday and I would feel really bad, like really yucky, really gross, sluggish doing workouts and just bad mentally because I felt guilty because I felt like I, you know, I had lost progress. And this just continued for months and months. And I remember doing the CrossFit Open and I redid a workout 
one of the workouts just for fun. I just wanted to redo the workout. It was a fun workout. I think it was dumbbell snatches and box jump over burpees. I had fun with that one. I went fast and I beat one of the coaches, but he redid it. And then his time ended up being faster than mine when he redid it, which I I don't think that counts. But anyways, (laughs) I wanted to redo it, but I did it on a Monday and I can remember it feeling so disgusting because I had, well, binged that weekend and it was kind of like a binge would start because, you know, I'd like eat one cookie and then I'd be like, well, you know, that's it. Like one cookie. And, you know, I, you know, I'm, I'm going to let like, and then I just let myself eat whatever. Cause one cookie just apparently was just so terrible that, you know, all my progress for that day would lo- was lost. And yeah, that was really not good. And that would happen every week and every Monday felt so sucky just going into the gym and like you know you just feel different like you feel sluggish you feel really sweaty because like your body's not used to having that much food it was just it's not a fun feeling anyways so that happened for a while and then I got to track season and track season I was really looking forward to it because that school year nothing had really happened you know there weren't any sports until later on in the year and I was really excited to get to get it back into it And so I started doing track and that started to actually cause some stress because I was splitting my time between the gym and track, which, do you want me to hold it? Um, Which was kind of rough because I felt like I couldn't give myself fully to either of those things. And that, I don't know, it was, I always like to do my best when I do something, like I like to give it my all. So it was I couldn't do that and I was also really tired because I wasn't eating enough and at this point I think I hadn't had my I don't know I guess this is personal but I don't care at this point I think I hadn't had my period for maybe five months and I remember researching about this and it was because I my body fat percentage was really low and like they were saying all the stuff like how it's unhealthy because like that's a natural thing that happens and when it doesn't happen it means your body is shutting off things and only keeping things that you need to survive like functioning things that you need to survive and I so I understood that it was a bad thing but back then I saw it as a good thing because it meant that my body fat was so low yeah it was my my logic was messed up back then and at that point I had you know I was looking pretty good like if I look back on pictures like I was really lean I looked good like I look good now, but it was just different. You, I don't know. I'm trying to stay body positive. So, yeah. Um, so, at that point, I had kind of reached my goal. I had abs. I could see them, but nothing seemed to be enough. And I was just getting frustrated because I was spending all this time because I would have track practice every day and I wouldn't be going to the gym as much. And then I would do a workout at the gym and I I just felt slower. I didn't feel as good. I could tell that I wasn't as good at the gym and I could tell other people were noticing. Other people were beating me that normally didn't beat me. And then track became a little bit more social for me, Um, you know, just with friends and all that type of stuff. And I was spending more time with friends and spending less time at the gym and on weekends too and that went into the summertime where I was spending more time with friends and doing that type of stuff staying out late you know having fun and then instead of and then I'd end up waking up too late to go to the gym and then I'd get frustrated with myself because I wouldn't go to the gym that morning and then I'd go in the afternoon but I'd still be tired because I'd stayed out late and 
I was feeling bad about myself at this point because I wasn't going to the gym because of track season. I felt like I'd lost so much progress and other people were noticing. They were making comments. I was having adults telling me like, wow, I can't believe I beat you in that workout or wow, you know, like what happened? You used to run so much faster. And that really hurt. Like, I don't know that my pride took a hit and I felt like their opinions really mattered to me and that was not helping and I was just realizing like I was getting sick of it because I was sick of being cold I was sick of not being able to sleep I was sick of being tired all the time and I knew it was from the food like deep down I always knew that it was because I wasn't eating enough but I just you know I was so driven that I was just trying to overlook that and then I realized I remember looking at myself and being like this is where you wanted to be but it's still not enough. And then I kind of realized that it was never going to be enough. Like I could have abs, I could look really good, but it was never going to be what I wanted. I would always be wanting perfection, which you cannot have perfection. And I was just tired of it. So that's when I started to undo all of my, you know, calorie counting and all of that type of stuff. And I was allowing myself to eat what I wanted. And then I went on a trip and I really just let myself eat whatever I wanted on that trip. I overate. I felt terrible, but I also felt a little bit better because I knew I was doing what needed to be done to be happy. And that was that this it is still a long process for me, me and my food journey, because I'm still struggling with it now to this day. It's just less, you know, every day it's a little bit less guilt, but it still continues. And anyway, so I went on a trip over the summer and I let myself eat whatever I wanted. I came back. I was still trying to grasp doing, you know, as much CrossFit. I was still trying to get back to where I was. Like that was my goal. I want to get back to where I was. Like I was thinking back and I was trying to do that. And I was really struggling, especially with the food, because I was blaming it on myself for not eating the way that I had all of my junior year and part of my sophomore year. You know, that was the reason why I couldn't get back to where I was in my mind. And so I would, you know, be really intense with CrossFit for a week. And then I would just lose all motivation and skip a whole entire week. And this is during my senior year. And I was really struggling mentally with that. And finally, I realized like this I need to take a break. So I took a break. I got a puppy and, you know, I would walk her. I got into walking a lot and doing yoga and, and it was nice. It was a nice little break and I'd go to the gym occasionally with friends and then, but even going to a regular gym, it, I don't know, it still would set me off. Like I would feel like, oh, I need to get back into it. Like I would feel weak and, you know, then I'd go really intense for a little while and then all of a sudden I'd be like burned out and I couldn't do it. And So then I realized, then track season started, I guess, senior year. And, like, the preseason stuff started. Well, no, actually, no, that's not true. Then I started running more because then all of a sudden I had a goal. It kind of, it happened after I turned 18. So after my birthday, I realized I want to do something. Like, I want to do something. This is my last year of high school. I want to do something big. You know, just, and I want a way to end my school year that's going to be something big and, And I want to do something that has to do with fitness because I'm, you know, I'm a really active person and that's what I want to do. And so that's when I decided that I wanted to run a marathon. My long-term goal would be to do an Ironman, which that sounds really crazy to me right now, but I think eventually, yes, I will get to that. But What's an Ironman? 
Um, so an Ironman is a triathlon, but it's where you swim, I think, two miles, then you bike 112 miles, and then you run a marathon. Yeah. Uh, I can't even swim, like, a hundred yards. I'm sure you can swim a hundred yards. Like, I can't imagine swimming around a track or swimming as much as I run. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, swimming, like... A couple miles is definitely harder than running. Anyways, so that's so I realized, so I thought you know I'll do a third of an Ironman. Like you know I'm 18, end my you know high school career that way. So then that's when I started my marathon training. So I started running more, and that was rough because I was struggling to do three mile runs at like an 8:30 pace when I used to be able to do six miles at a 6.30 pace, so it was rough, just that my pride was hurt a little bit, but I was trying to give myself grace, like, my me- I was mentally doing better, so I, you know, was telling myself, you know, cut yourself some slack, so I started running more, I was running with friends, that was fun, I was running with my dogs, that was fun, and that's when track season started, and that was fun, but it was also a lot of pressure, I mean, I was feeling pressure on myself. I was giving myself pressure because I was running and doing the workouts with other people made me feel like I had to run. But after a while, I feel like that pressure kind of went away. Well, it didn't go away, but I just realized that it wasn't that important with the running. But I also pole vault, and that had a lot of pressure, and that's something that's messed with me mentally because I've had... I think five or six coaches over my high school career and last year I didn't have a coach officially this year I was driving to Foothill to get a coach it's just interesting and I've like I haven't had a full experience like track season I didn't have a full track season until my senior year and my freshman year I only had two years of track really for a full season and it was just messing with me mentally because I hadn't PR'd since freshman year and I ended up not PRing this year either because it was just messing with me mentally and it was stressing me out and my coaches were I could feel the pressure from them like talking with them like they were I remember at the beginning of the season he was telling me like oh yeah you'll get to 11 feet easy and then like the goal was just 10 feet and then it was just PRing from my PR and I could I I could we're at the lake right now so it's a little noisy just you know some background noise for you guys like you guys are at the lake with us exactly it's a lake day anyways so um where was I oh pole vaulting so I just felt the pressure from them and I was only going pole vaulting twice a week at the beginning of the season and I was getting to run with the distance crew which I was having a lot of fun doing that but then I guess I realized oh no like I need to do more pole vaulting. I was stressing about it. So then I was pole vaulting more and not running enough, which meant I wasn't doing my marathon training, which that was stressing me out too because that was something that I had committed myself to. And getting back into running and track season kind of threw me for a loop when it came to food for a little while there. Like I was eating the same, like I started eating like I used to eat, which my meal was, this was pretty much, this would be an average day and almost every single day. Well, the breakfast is every single day. I would eat oatmeal, protein powder, and a banana. And then I would do, for lunch, it would be some sort of protein. It would be like grilled chicken. And I would just season it with like salt and pepper and Italian seasoning because I didn't want to have any extra calories. And then it'd be carrots, baby carrots, and some sort of fruit. And then dinner would be something that's like protein, a vegetable, and maybe some rice 
or lentils or something like it was really bland and so then I kind of like fell into that for a little bit during track season but then as I kind of started running less I started going to I was just kind of I was doing that less and less and yeah it was it was rough trying to split my time between the running and the pole vaulting but it was okay in the end and then the end of the year kind of hit me because it was senior year and I wanted to do all this social stuff with friends because it was senior year and I was starting to realize oh shoot I'm not going to see these people and I want to have these memories especially because my sophomore year was cut short and while my junior year I wasn't spending time with all my friends so I need to spend time with them. I feel like I'm not letting you talk enough I'm just telling my whole entire story. No I think this is good because I think you need to tell your story, like, with sequential events without me interrupting. Because I think you you, pr- you got it pretty much. Like, I don't have to ask any questions. Okay. I can, like, compare my experience after. But I think it's good for you to tell your story. Okay. Okay. Sounds good. Anyways. Yes. Track season. So, it was just my... The end of the year was a whirlwind. A lot of emotions. A lot of emotions. Like, a lot of ups and downs. It was just a whole entire roller coaster for me. A lot went on just with the end of the school year with track season. Track season didn't end the way that I was hoping it would end. Um, I got pushed a little bit too much with some of the coaching. And, well, I know they meant well, but it was just too much. And I... Yeah. It left a bad taste in my mouth. And... And, well, then I realized, oh, shoot, I haven't been marathon training. Like, the longest run I've done is 18 miles, or was it 18 or 16? And I have to run a marathon now in a couple of weeks. And I'm not training consistently because I'm tired all the time. And I got into a really unhealthy habit with eating for maybe the last three weeks of school where I just wasn't hungry So I wouldn't eat breakfast and I was waking up late so I wouldn't have time for breakfast or to pack a lunch because I always pack my lunch. So I wasn't eating breakfast or lunch so I was tired. So by the time I would get home, which getting home would be the time that I was supposed to run, I wouldn't have the energy to run because now I was like I was hungry but I wasn't mentally hungry but I was physically hungry. It was weird. And then I'd end up binging and then feeling bad about it because I hadn't eaten all day because I was really hungry and it just wasn't healthy and a lot of things were going on where I was stressed out and yeah so I really wasn't running enough for my marathon going into it and I know those are just excuses and you know you can make excuses about anything but yeah that's all I have really just it I wasn't having there was just a lot senior year is a lot and like they tell you that but you don't realize that now I'm going off on a tangent I'm also really tired right now. Now I'm going off on a, a second tangent. Okay, back on course. Um, where is that? Oh, so yeah, they're just excuses and you can make excuses all the time. And I know that to an extent excuses are bad, but I feel like the excuses that I have were valid because I'm typically, I'd like to think that I typically get things done and stick to things when I do try, but it's just been an interesting past couple of years for me and fitness has been interesting for me where it used to be something that I was doing for fun but it became something that I had to do because I was worried about you know losing progress or about what other people would think about me and it started to stress me out like I can remember days where I remember crying because my mom said that I couldn't go to the gym because we had a family dinner 
and I remember that stressed me out. This is like going back though, a couple of months. This was going back to like junior year. Like I remember it was my birthday and I wanted to go to the gym, but everyone wanted, uh, like my mom wanted family to come over to eat dinner with us and they all ordered pizza. And my mom said, what did you want? And I wanted my typical stir fry that I would eat for dinner, just ground turkey, cauliflower and peas. And that's what I would eat. So I made that before I went to the gym and then I went to the gym and I remember I really just wanted to stay at the gym because that's where I wanted to be and it was my birthday. And I remember her calling me and being like, you need to come home. The guests are here. You can't, this is rude. And I remember just being like, okay, fine. And coming home at 6.30 from the gym and everyone was eating pizza. And I remember that was a little bit of an uncomfortable situation because I wanted to eat the pizza. But I was like, no, you can't eat the pizza. And anyways, yeah. So I had a problem where I had to go to the gym. It was stressing me out. And it was like, I had to run. I had to be doing something <sighs> until my senior year when I kind of, I guess, fall off the wagon. But like not fall off the wagon, I guess I jumped off the wagon because it was my choice but anyways um so yeah so this is the beginning of summer this is our second week of summer so this past Saturday I well last Saturday I ran my first marathon thank you thank you um it was it was it wasn't as hard or as bad as I thought it was going to be with the amount of training that I did honestly and I'm happy about that it wasn't the time that I wanted I was hoping to go at a faster pace. I went at a pretty slow pace, but I finished and I feel like, you know, that's an accomplishment for me. I can remember almost crying while I was running my marathon multiple times because I was just thinking like, I'm running a marathon right now. Like, this is crazy. It was, yeah. Oh, I feel like I need to talk about something else. Um, my half marathon. I ran my first half marathon over spring break and I just want to give a shout out to Nico, my running buddy she's always there for me and she ran my half marathon with me and we got lost and but we still finished it was fun we had a lot of fun on Angel Island that day and I remember when I was running my marathon a lot of people were you know holding signs and cheering there were some funny signs and one of the signs said the longest game of follow the leader and I remember because my dad ran the marathon with me and I remember turning to my dad and telling him uh, Nico and I failed that at our half marathon. We lost follow the leader at our, on our half marathon because we got lost. Anyways, that's another tangent, but... We love you, Nico! Yeah. Um, anyways, so that happened, and it was a lot of fun, and it made me realize I do like running, and I liked that run because I didn't really... I just wanted to finish. I didn't want to go fast. I didn't want a certain time. I just wanted to finish, and it gave me a lot of time to just think, and I was just taking it all in. You know, it was like... I think it was 10,000 people running, so a lot of people to see. It was right next to Lake Superior, so I got to see the lake. The scenery was changing. It was just like... I really was just trying to enjoy the moment, and I really did, and it just made me realize like how much I enjoy running and how much you can enjoy running. Just, you know, you don't need those pressures of getting the faster time and that type of stuff. I mean, I do like to push myself. I think that a little bit of stress is good for you. I think competition is good for you, but I think right now my fitness goal is to find my enjoyment of exercise again just pure enjoyment like what got me into it like when I first started swimming just that that excitement to just go to swim practice and you know be with my swim teammates and you know mess around with them and just do the workouts like I want to have that enjoyment again and 
so and I think it'll help like I think that'll help take the stress off for me with fitness and with eating I don't think I'm quite ready for the gym yet I know my boundaries and that's a one that I'm I don't think I'm too yet I don't think I'm ready for the gym I think the gym still has a negative connotation for me that I'm yeah it's just that'll be the next level So I'm taking the summer, I think, to just enjoy exercising outside because I love being outside and I really just want to enjoy that. So, you know, I want to do a lot more open water swimming. I want to do more running. Well, I have to take two weeks off before I can start running again, but I can swim right now and I can bike right now, which I really want to get into biking because that is my weakest, I guess, leg of the triathlon. I'm not the best biker. Like I honestly, mountain biking for me is more of a hand workout than a leg workout because I'm just breaking all the time. Um, so yeah, you know, get some hikes, hang out with people while doing these things, make memories and yeah. And you know, I'm trying to, I think I'm getting better with balancing my food. Like I want to like, I feel like I'm having more enjoyment and eating food than I have in a while because my food used to be so bland. Like a salad for me was spinach, grilled chicken, and blueberries. No dressing because those are wasted calories. Not really, but they were for me back then. And, you know, I think I want to drink more like drinks, like smoothies and stuff like that, like tea and that type of stuff. Because again, for me, (laughs) those were wasted calories a couple years ago. And I just, I want to enjoy it. And I'm realizing that people are important, too. So I want to enjoy these activities with other people, too. Because for me, it used to be just about competition with other people. I mean, I did have a lot of good mentors at the CrossFit gym, and I really do miss them. They were really cool people. I just think that, yeah, it wasn't, it's not the, it was not the right place for me or it's not the right place for me right now. I hope to see those people again. I really do. I had a lot of fun with them, but I don't, yeah, that's all I can say, I guess. It just wasn't the right time. So I think hanging out with people my age is probably the way to go for right now because I want to, even younger people, you know, because I feel like young people keep you young (laughs) instead of having a ton of older people be. She took a minor to prom. Aria, wow, calling yourself out right now. Okay, yes, I took Aria to prom. She was my prom date. I'm smiling. <laughs> she, you can't see me, but I'm smiling. Yeah, she was my original prom date. I'll always remember me. I remember you. Sorry, not me. Narcissus, <laughs> I'll always remember me from prom. No, I'll always remember you. You were my first official prom date because my prom date for junior year was not an official date. He got taken by someone else. It was an interesting situation. So you were my first. Wait, wasn't your first prom date Nico? I'm confused. Nico that swims. Some may call this Nico a bull. I'm so confused right now. Didn't you take a Nico to prom junior year? I... Who did I take? Oh, yes. Okay, never mind. You were not my first official prom date. Okay, no, you weren't my first. But my... But my first official prom date, she... They would not take 
prom pictures with me. I wanted to take couple pictures, cute couple pictures, because I thought it would be funny, but someone thought it wouldn't be funny. So you were my first date to take pictures with me. Now the leg thing is mine, Nico. <laughs> that could have been you. But now whenever I see Elise, she has to take a leg photo with me. Yep. A leg. That's our thing. A leg picture. I, uh, just to clarify, I it's not weird. I don't know. It's kind of weird, but I'm cool with it. I think the character development, I hope people who are listening were able to hear the character development of your story. I think it's really valuable that you can that you were able to recognize at a young age that there was a problem going on and that you were pushing yourself to fix that problem. Even though it took a lot of time, it could have taken a lot more time. That's true. I am one of the lucky ones because I hear other people. I like to, I feel like, I feel like I'm a pretty open person and I like to share my story with other people because I feel like it makes them feel like they aren't alone. And I have heard of a lot of people who have struggled with similar situations, but they've struggled a lot longer, like for years. And I feel really lucky and I'm very grateful that my situation, like the worst part of it was only about a year long. And I'm recovering now because it could have been worse. Um, where? Oh, what was I? Yeah, I feel like I can't remember where I left off, so I'm going to hand yeah. off the mic to you. That's what puts me in dismay is that so many girls have had a similar experience. I feel like we also have to remember the guys because honestly, I feel like when it comes to eating disorders and eating Gym problems, gross. everyone just talks about how it's a girl thing, but... And that, I feel like that makes it even worse because girls feel alone when they have eating disorders. So I can only imagine how rough it is for a guy who has an eating disorder. And body dysmorphia is a really real thing, especially when it comes to gym rats. And gym rats are guys too, so yeah. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, body dysmorphia I think is super common in like the athletic world as a whole. Yeah. And I do really appreciate you sharing your story, not only here, but I do hear you every now and then sharing it with other girls or people in general like um during the track season and I thought that was really valuable yeah and I that was like how we first connected because I ran into you during a run that you were supposed to go on with the cross-country team but I happened to just be running there with Nico and Nico like led us both astray I feel like yes so we ended up talking about that matter and I felt like that that really helped me open up about my own issues Mm -hmm. because from like sixth grade to eighth grade I had a really bad calorie counting problem and then I got really into exercising and it made it really bad and I remember in eighth grade on the way to LA for like my sister's graduation my parents were having a talk with me they're like yeah like this is not healthy I remember just crying not because like that they were telling me about the problem I had, but because I didn't think I had a problem. Oh. I didn't think I had a problem for so wrong, and I kept on telling them that they were wrong and that I was the fine. The first step is accepting that you have a problem. <laughs> exactly. And then later on in high school, I, like, mentioned to one of my close friends that, like, you know, I think I think I may have had an eating disorder growing up, to which they responded with, oh, your life is so hard. And that literally, like... That, like, tore my world apart, and it took me a while to come back from that. That's two things. I want to touch on two things. So the first thing, yes, I've had people where when I've told them about my story, like, like I've gotten the answer of, like, just eat more. 
and like it's like well gee like why didn't I think of that (laughs) you know like I've gotten a lot of like not very sensitive comments I guess and I think that's a big deal because like we live in a place where we're so fortunate where we have food like we have a place to sleep it's pretty safe so like this is really a first world problem and a lot of people are just like oh well you did it to yourself but you have to understand that like it's deeper than that you know I feel like society kind of has expectations and it leads us into this you know it's not like us just creating problems so we can have problems no it is an actual issue and we need to you know it needs to be more acceptable to talk about it and you know to deal with because it is a big issue that's the first thing that I wanted to talk about and then the second thing was talking about the body dysmorphia stuff and with that and how it's a really real thing like I did touch on it how like it was when I realized that I was never going to be what I wanted to be like I was never going to have the perfect body but when you start gaining weight that messes with your mind so much and that's something that I feel like a lot of people you know like have to deal with because that's a part of recovery and that's I guess you can say like it's a healthy thing and it's not a negative it is a positive to gain weight when you're recovering but it feels like a negative like a really big negative when clothes start fitting weird or like you know clothes are too small now and it starts making you feel guilty about it and that was a really big struggle for me like having to go up a size when I got a pair of leggings or you know I mean like there's been some pluses with like some weight gain but most of like because I'm not cold all the time and yeah and now like okay I'm not I was gonna say something but never mind okay I'm curious well it's about you know oh I see yeah like that was a plus um but (laughs) uh what is oh but then they're like the little things like I know for me something that I still struggle with is when I walk and like I can feel my thighs touching and that's something that really like that Ooh, like that gets to me still just that feeling because that used to not happen because I was really tiny like I look back at pictures and when I was just running a ton and I was really tiny tiny and like not healthy but sometimes you know like you'll have those moments when you'll look back and you'll be like oh like I wish I was back I wish I looked like that when you're having those rough days but I just want to say you know just know that you are healthier and you are in a better place now than you were back then and just just know that because I know the feeling of missing how you used to look and missing how you used to be when it comes to fitness stuff because I remember being able to I used to be able to lift more or run faster and sometimes I think oh god I wish I was you know where I was at but I am in a better place now because mentally I am healthier than I was back then and that's what's really important because I feel like you have to be mentally and emotionally stable in order to truly be stable it's not just about the physical okay there you go back to you I was gonna ask what your words of wisdom were for anybody who's going through a very similar situation as you mm-hmm. in like the deeper stages that you were in but I felt like you answered that already oh, so cool. good job good Thank job did I, did, I, did I say your name no, I'm still the mystery guest, but every I feel like so many people have heard my story, so I'm pretty sure people know who I am, and I've mentioned a lot of stuff about myself. I'm pretty sure every like most. Want to say it loud and proud, Alicia Aronsol. What? <laughs> okay. Do you want me to say my name? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, I just said your name. Cool. Okay. <laughs> Are you gonna say your name? 
<laughs> well, I was going to say my name, but... Isn't that what I just said? I just said your name? Sure, sure, Arya, sure. And your name is... I don't even remember what you said. Say your name. What's your name? I don't remember what you said. Your name, your name, your own name. My actual name. Yeah, so, I said your name. Arya, she's very into gaslighting. Please help. Okay, all jokes aside, well, this is Elise, but I'm sure everyone knows that by now. But yeah, well, besides people who don't know who I am, yeah, I probably shouldn't be acting as if everyone knows who I am. That seems a little egotistical. Anyways, back to you, Arya. I think you meant that in the way that the people who are listening will know who you are, just because like, I feel like it's just like our friend group that listens to my own podcast. That's true. That's true. You yeah. Know, friend group plus coaches and I guess some teachers and I don't know. <laughs> But I knew when I contacted you to make an episode, I knew this is what ultimately I wanted to talk about with you. I just didn't know if you would feel comfortable with it. But I'm really glad that you came out here today. Join me on this beautiful, late day. Well, thank you for having me. You know, like, I feel like sometimes the tough topics are good ones to talk about. I especially, I feel like when you're vulnerable sometimes, like, obviously you can overshare. And I know that sometimes I can struggle with that, like, finding the bounds of that. But... I think that when you're vulnerable, that's when you show that you're strong. Like, there's strength and vulnerable... Vulnerable... Okay, I'm struggling. Vulnerability. Yes, you know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, you like, that is a sign of strength. Being able to talk about this, like, being able to talk about your weaker moments sometimes just shows that you are strong, that you're able to share that. So, yeah. And I just want to help people out because... I know it's nice to hear about other people's stories if you're going through a similar thing because I know like I would watch certain YouTubers and stuff like that and it made me feel like I wasn't alone and it also just helped me it gave me ideas of what I you know what I should be doing and you know it made it changed the way I was thinking about things you know just having a different perspective so I, I hope I can help someone out there at least yeah Elise Ankeny woman strong within strong without Aw, you're too kind, Aria. Yes. Well, this is Sincerely Aria. Thank you. Shoot, I did did it wrong. Thank you to all you Nikos out there listening. I hope to see you next time. This is Sincerely Aria.